Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Hold Up, Let Me Explain. I'm your host, Nicole. And on today's episode, I feel like there is so much on my mind. The week that I've had mm, been tested by everyone. But before I jump ahead, I wanted to talk about a few things only because last week I meant to talk about a series of topics, but I got kind of carried away with my 30 day sobriety journey. And I kind of want to be careful when I say sobriety because I realized that when I had told people, oh, I'm 30 days sober, the response I got was, oh my God, that's amazing. You know, like so proud of you. And I don't realize the context of saying sobriety and what it could have meant to other people by saying that. So let me just explain a little further. 30 day sober slash dry January, which I know to some people might not be considered the same things. Sobriety means like we're on a journey to never touching alcohol again or any type of drug related form. I want to say so. Um, and then dry January just means like, hey, I'm taking on this challenge to detox myself from these from this one thing. And after this month, I get to go back to that. But here's the thing. I did it, right? I expressed it. I talked about it last week on my episode. And then I want to say February 2nd, which was not that long ago, my best friend hit me up. She was really going through it, came over with a bottle of wine, had a glass each. It was a whole moment, right? And no lie, I was babysitting my glass basically the entire night. She must have refilled her glass twice before she had to remind me. Well, not remind me, but just be like, bitch, do you want more? Like, let me, give me your cup. Like, why are you not drinking this as quickly as I am? You know, and it's not to say that she was chugging her wine. I guess just, I hadn't drank in so long that my bot, like I just wasn't, I guess, craving it as much as I thought I would now that I had it in front of me. And then, a few days ago, like a few days later from February 2nd, so I'd maybe say like two days late, uh, two days ago, me and my fiance ended up going to Ale House, which is right by our house, and just for like a quick drink, and I had me a glass of rosé. Now, <laughs> Ale House, if you're unfamiliar, is basically like a sports bar, and I mean, they're great. They're great to pop in at for a drink, quick bite, nothing fancy. It's just your neighborhood bar, basically. So clearly the selection of wines aren't always going to be the best, but I love rosé, okay? Like, I love rosé. Don't get me wrong. I have tasted a few rosés that I'm like, uh, could do without it, you know? But for the most part, I, I, I know what I'm doing when I order a glass. And there was something about me just drinking that was like, it was just, it wasn't good. Like the flavor just, it tasted nasty to me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I love rosé. And it was cold and it was good. And I've had it before, you know, and like, and I've never had an issue. I mean, granted, I can taste the difference in quality of different rosés. I mean, I'm not no, I'm not a sommelier, but rosé is like that glass where it doesn't matter where I drink it or where I order it from, for the most part, is something I can just drink. It's like someone who drinks light beer, you know, like, yeah, sure, they could taste the difference between a Miller Lite and like, I don't know, a Heineken. But for the most part, you drink it because you like it and it's fine. Like whatever, I could deal with it. That's kind of how I am with rosé. 
And yo, I was not loving it. It was to the point where we were paying. It was like, babe, what are you going to do with that glass of wine? And I just had to chug it. And like, I don't know, like it was just wine now is just so different to me. But again, it's not to say that I'm never going to drink because I clearly drank wine this past week. But man, I was not expecting that. Like clearly this 30 days not drinking definitely um, has affected my taste buds. But no regrets. I honestly love that um, I have not wanted it as much as I wanted it in the past. I kind of want to jump topics now and talk about PodFest 2023. So PodFest is basically this podcast convention that it has been around for the past, I want to say two years, maybe three years. They started in 2020, which is a huge podcast convention, and they have it in different locations around the U.S. Now, they started out in Orlando, Florida, and they... Uh, did the convention one year at one hotel and this year they did it by SeaWorld, the Renaissance Hotel by the Marriott. And I have think I heard about it last year, but when I looked at the tickets, I was like, fuck, that's really expensive. And I didn't, at the time, was willing to spend the money on a, on something like that. Even though I felt like it could be benef- beneficial for me, I was kind of like, no, I'm going to refrain because the tickets would go for like almost $300, a little closer to 4 So this year, I get an email through Buzzsprout, which is the platform I use to upload my podcast episodes. They reached out, uh, basically offering all its members a chance to win free tickets to PodFest. You just have to uh, fill out this application form, upload your podcast, and, you know, whatever. And I did, and I kind of was like, oh, you know, fuck it, let's see what happens. You know, you never know. And within a week, they responded and said, hey, you're going to PodFest. Here's your free ticket. Now, my ticket allowed me to access the po- uh, the conference for three days, which is how long the conference was for, it was like a three-day weekend. And I had the chance to upgrade my ticket for like a VIP um, access pass, but uh, I would have had to pay the difference. And even if I did that, the price would have been closer to six to $700, which is a little too much money for your girl. At least right now it is. <laughs> um, but I was still super grateful and I was still debating whether or not I wanted to go, but I'm still glad I went, even though I have some mm, comments about it. So like I mentioned, It was a three-day event, but I still had to work. So the only day that I can go and really take advantage of the conference is if I went on a Friday, which I wasn't scheduled at work. And I was like, fuck it. You know, Friday is still basically at the beginning of the conference. Like, let's see what happens. So I'm driving into the hotel and I get guided um, to this like section of the parking lot, which I didn't realize until afterwards that it was a paid parking lot. There was self-parking to the left and then a paid parking to the right. But there was a guy standing there by the gate. So I was like, okay, fuck it. Like, whatever, I'll just drive in. And so when I parked the car, I'm still like debating on whether or not I want to go in. And the reason why I felt this way is because when I was looking at the like brochure of the podcast convention, I'm not going to lie. When I was looking at the brochure... The lineup of all the podcast speakers that were going to be at this conference were no one I've never really heard of. 
never really heard of their podcast, hadn't really seen them really in the podcast community. And it's weird, right? Because everyone has a podcast now. But the pool of podcasters that are known is very small, which I get it because those are the OGs, right? Like they've been around for a long time. They get brand deals, sponsorships, TV shows now, like, you know, they've really worked their way up to the top. But this podcast conference didn't have any of those trendy, very well-known podcasters. It seemed more like under the radar, which is still a great opportunity. I mean, shit, I would love, you know, to have the opportunity to be a speaker at any kind of conference. And I'm nowhere near that caliber. But a part of me kind of felt like, okay, what am I really going to get out of this? You know, and I make this comment more because I have been to conferences like this. I've been to girl boss conferences, um, like women entrepreneurship conferences. And a lot of the times it's just the blind leading the blind. You know, you pay overpriced for these conference tickets, you dress nice, you come in with your business cards ready to network only to realize that everyone else there are all at the same level as you. And it's very difficult to kind of comb through those people because a lot of these conferences are filled with you know, a lot of people like kind of just seeking that same thing, mentorship, opportunity, connection. And I mean, it's great. Like it's not to shade um, the event at all, because again, I was super grateful to even be invited and not have to pay you a ticket. But even while I was sitting in the car, I was already sort of like thinking back about my experiences in the past from the conferences I've been to and how I went in with these high hopes of, you know, hoping that I can come out of there feeling like inspired and motivated and like I really got something out of it, but instead only walked away feeling like, wow, that was a waste of time and money. So I was just trying to be positive, whatever. I parked my car, get out, and I see this woman walking to her car. And I'm like, hi, um, excuse me, did you just come out of the PodFest conference? And at first she kind of like, Stopped at her tracks, looked at me, like kind of unsure if she really wanted to talk about it. But she was like, yeah, I, I did. And I was like, how was it? And, you know, little by little, we're like walking towards each other, like closer and closer. And I'm like, you know, how was it? Like, you know, did you find it beneficial? She's like, well, you know, I have a few friends that have podcasts and, you know, they invited me to come visit. And so I went in and, you know, but I'm not a podcaster. I don't, I don't have a podcast. And I said, oh, okay. Um, I mean, I do. And I was invited by Buzzsprout. You know, I got a ticket and wasn't really sure if I should go in or not. Um, I've been to conferences like this before and never really found it to be beneficial. Like, I mean, do you, what did you get out of it? And she said, well, you know, like I said, I don't have a podcast. So for me, it's, you know, it, it, it was just more for the experience, she said. But um, there's not a lot of people there that... um." that have very successful um, podcasts. And I could tell she was being very careful with how she was wording it because I guess she just didn't want to say the wrong thing and perhaps offend me, which is fine. Trust me, I know my place in this podcast community. I am at the bottom of the pole. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm very proud of the views and the downloads that I have. And I find this to be very enjoyable. But I'm not a Call Her Daddy podcast and I'm not a Sophia with a Y think of Sophia with a Y, Sophia with an F podcast or, you know, Girl Gang and whatever, all the other fucking podcasts that exist out there in the community. I, I know my place in this. However, 
I just wanted to feel like if I go in there, I'm going to make that connection. But I guess that's the work you put into when you go into these conferences, right? But anyway, back to the conversation. So she was just kind of like expressing that to me. Anyway, long story short, we're talking, we're getting to know each other. And this woman is an entrepreneur, has owned tons of businesses, like a legitimate business woman, okay? And it was to the point of our conversation that I was like, oh my God, can we be friends? Like I dead ass just said it like that. And she kind of like giggled and she's like, yeah, let me give you my card. And I walked her to her car. Uh, bitch has a nice ass car. And she handed me her card and said, yeah, you know, I live in the Tampa area. You know, just give me a call if you want to get together, talk and whatever. And um, she owns her own nonprofit organization for women that have been in domestic abuse relationships and helps them like find jobs and find homes. And like, I just, I don't want to give too much away, um, but she was just an awesome person to meet. And it's funny because like I mentioned before, I didn't realize where I parked was a paid parking spot. And there was a self-parking area at the hotel. And had I known about the self-parking, I would have just parked at the self-help parking to save myself $50 because that's how much it costs to park where I parked. But again, this random guy was like, oh, come this way. And so I just made that right into this parking area um, without realizing because I just figured like, oh, I just got to follow this person and where he tells me to park. And that's how I ended up parking there. But it's crazy because if I never have parked in that parking spot, I would have never met this woman. Had I parked in self-help parking lot, then what I'm about to say would have just been what it was, a waste of my time. (laughs) Because I go inside this podcast conference and it seemed like it was just not as busy. Like, it looked like the day before could have been busier than that day, which is wild because the conference went on for three full days. Like, Wednesday was like early check-in. It was a Thursday full day, Friday full day, Saturday full day, and then Sunday was like a half day. Like a goodbye, thanks for coming. So even going on a Friday was still going to the conference midweek, midweekend, right? And when I got there, it just seemed like barely anybody was there. I mean, there were people, but it just wasn't as packed. So I go in, I check in, they give me my lanyard, my little gift bag, which was kind of cool. I go into the area where all the vendors are so that you have like businesses that are selling microphone equipment, software, studios that um, offer like podcasts, services like if you want to go in record a podcast but you don't really have the time to edit um, record yourself things like that they have studios available now where you can use their services and they'll do that for you unfortunately the one the company that I met that does that and focuses on that are based in Texas but I guess they came to Orlando to see if there were enough podcasters to open a studio here in Orlando, which in my head, I was like, bro, well, not in my head, because I actually told the guy, I said, yeah, you should do it because that'd be your number one consumer. Like I would totally be a client of yours because the thing is that it does technically exist in Florida. I just don't like the studios. I don't like the way they look. I don't like their prices. I think they're overpriced. And for like the setup that they offer, I just don't like it. Like, for example, like 
they have it available where you can go in, record a podcast episode, they'll edit the video for you, edit your podcast audio. However, where you'll sit to record a podcast is like on a bar stool. And it's like, no, give me a couch. Like I want a couch. Like I want to be comfortable if I'm going to have a conversation with someone or with you guys for an hour. Because I mean, yeah, like my episodes are typically 30 minutes long, but it takes me a long time to record these episodes because I rant, I ramble, I go off topic. It happens all the time. I try to save you time from that. So I take my time from editing. You know, it, it, it's a lot that goes into it. You know what I mean? But I was um, meeting a few vendors, which was pretty cool. Learned about this new uh, microphone company that's technically been around for years. Um, but to be fair, when I was doing my research on microphones, um, my research just went from Amazon reviews and YouTube reviews. And they were all basically you know, reviewing the same three microphones. Obviously, there's like a th- like thousands of more that exist out into the world. Um, but the one that I was learning about was really cool. I mean, their prices were pretty steep. But those are the kind of microphones that you can record podcasts, sing songs in, like all of that. Um, but after kind of looking through the vendors, I did get um, approached by this these two people, it was, it seemed like it was a mom and a son. That's how they introduced themselves to me. And they also have a podcast and we're like, Oh, follow my podcast. What's your name? What's your podcast? Like I can tell they were really trying to make the most of the experience and I was all for it. You know, I follow them on Instagram. I subscribe to their podcast show. You know, they're they're, They seem like a lot of fun, but it was in that moment that I realized like, okay, like, There's a lot of podcasters here that are at the beginning stages of their podcast, which so am I, you know, I mean, I've been doing this for two years, but obviously I'm, I'm not at a million subscribers, you know, clearly if you're new to the podcast and found my Instagram already, you probably can see I'm not verified, you know, so I don't want to come off like I'm being like judgy over the level of status these people were because I'm at the same level, you know? But I was just kind of like looking at my surroundings, feeling like, okay, what am I going to get out of this? Because even though my ticket was free, I'm trying to think of in the perspective of what if I paid for my ticket? What if I did pay that $300? What was I really going to get out of this besides a free teacher, a few stickers, and a lanyard that has my name on it? And it's not like the lanyard was made of plastic. It was made of paper. Like, you know, the $300, like where did the money really go to? What am I getting out of it? I think that was just the perspective I was coming from. I was grateful for the free ticket because it was still an experience for me to gain from. But again, what was I going to get out of it? So as I'm looking through the schedule of like panels, workshops, things like that, I noticed that there was a workshop at like 2.30 where it was going to, there was this guy, um, he was going to talk about like the best growth hacks. So I was like, okay, that's a, that seems like a really good workshop panel to kind of go to just to see like what they have to say. So since the conference was filled with these types of workshops that were all divided into different ballrooms, it did take me a minute to find it. So even though the workshop started at 2.30, I ended up like sneaking in at like 
33, I want to say. And I sit down, the whole ballroom is empty. Like there's like out of all the seats that were there to take, I mean, the room could have fit 300 people. There were only like 20. So just imagine huge room, not that many people, but it's like, whatever, I don't care. Like I want to learn the best growth hacks. Well, the guy started talking, but the thing is, because I had walked in three minutes after I had started, I was kind of hearing everything out of context, so I wasn't really understanding what he was even talking about in the beginning. And then it was like, what are, then he, then he's like, he stopped talking. He's like, okay, what other questions do we have? And then like some other person asked a question, but they didn't have a microphone. So I didn't even hear the question they asked. So then he starts answering it. So I'm trying to listen. And honestly, like, I can't even remember what the hell he was saying. I think he was talking more like working smarter, not harder. How like we need to get rid of the hustle mentality and stop burning ourselves out. How we can be more productive if we work less. And how four-day work weeks can be more productive than seven-day work weeks. And 30-hour work weeks can be more productive than 80-hour work weeks. Like, basically saying shit like that. So it's like, okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. Um, What's the blueprint? Like, I love these words, but how do we do that? How do we do that, you know? So he ends up going off on that. And then he stops and he's like, okay, anyone else? And then we're like silent no one's saying anything and he's like all right well thank you so much for coming in I'm like what the fuck I look at my watch 245 245 so like 10 minutes 10 minutes when this time block for this workshop panel open discussion because I guess that's what it was best growth hacks open discussion so I mean I don't know what that could have meant that could have meant what um ask me questions about best growth hacks or open discussion, like if anyone else has best growth hacks to offer, then you say it in this room. But if that were the case, I just feel like there could have been a better way to do it. You know, I would have had someone usher people in to sit closer to the stage. Um, There was a stage, but the guy was not standing on the stage. He didn't have a microphone, so I couldn't even hear him. He didn't have a presentation. So let's say, for example, this was just an open discussion for best growth hacks, at least as a host, like you're realistically and clearly let this be an example. No one is going to go into an open space willingly asking random questions unless you have paid actors in the audience to do that for you, you know, because I can tell you right now from school, from work, Whenever there's like an open discussion, maybe not work because at work everyone knows each other and at school maybe the same concept, but even in college, like it takes a lot for the professor to even get the students to say things in class. Like, hey, any opinions, any ideas, any this, like you hear crickets a lot of the times. So it's going to be hard to have grown adults offer free advice or have very specific questions without anything to base it off. It's like this guy was like, yeah. Anybody have any questions for best growth hacks? No? Okay, cool. Like, sir, have a fucking presentation with some examples. Offer us some ideas before you start asking us. Like, we shouldn't be carrying your time block for this topic. Like, you should be prepared. I don't know. It's just, that's, that was my mind. That was my thought process in 
that experience. And it was like, I walked out of there just like, okay, that was a waste. And I'm like walking around and there were photo ops and that was cool, but it just felt awkward to take pictures. Um, I did go to the Starbucks that was in the hotel and I took a cute picture of like my lanyard, my brochure, like all of the things. Cause you know, at the end of the day, I'm very grateful to have that opportunity to even be there, you know, but I really felt bad for the people that paid for their ticket. If, if there were people that even paid for their ticket. Because even when I decided to leave, because I was only there for like an hour and a half, as I was walking out of the hotel, I noticed like the VIP lounge that was like up in this like, it's weird because like the hotel is like really big and there was like a bar that you can access through like a escalator or like a staircase. So it was like very high up levitated in the lobby. Um, It kind of gives you like a, not a bird's view, but just like a overview of like the whole um hotel lobby and that was like off to the side but that was only accessible to the vip um access pass and access passes and as i was like passing looking up at the bar there were like three people up there three people and one was on their phone and the other two were talking so it's like bro i would be so fucking mad if i paid eight hundred dollars to have access to that bar with not that many people. Like, again, what the fuck am I getting out of that? What, the the, the chance to sit in an area where no one else gets to sit? Yeah, I, I don't fucking care. Like, I don't know. It was just, yeah. So I got in the car and I still showed my gratitude because even though the conference itself, I didn't gain anything from it, at least I gained something out of meeting that woman at the parking lot. So... A win is a win. A win is a win. Well, my friends, I think that concludes my episode today only because I have to start getting ready for work. Mm -mm. I gotta go. I love you guys. Thank you so much for pressing play, for listening in, for following me on Instagram, for subscribing to my YouTube channel, even though I haven't posted any videos lately, even though I said I was, but I haven't. But that's because I need to buy a new camera, even though I said I was going to, but I haven't just yet. But that's because the camera I want is expensive. It's a lot of money, which is why I got to go. I got to go to work. But anyways, I love you so much. If you haven't done it already, make sure that you like and subscribe and you rate my podcast and that you follow me on all my social platforms and let's be friends. Thank you so much. I love you and I'll see you next Monday.